0: Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody
1: stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. You need to say it's time. Stay calm. Help. I need somebody. Help. help. Don't ask me a question. If you don't want to hear what my answer is, I'm going to answer. It. Not just anybody. Help. Help. You know I need someone. Help. Mm-hmm.
0: And gentlemen, welcome to episode 89 of Vent Lab. If you know the intro, then you know today is shock therapy. It's the serious one. You can thank Jay West for that.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: That's yeah, your the fault.
1: serious one.
2: <laughs>
0: That's Pastor John Wesley Crockett, Rebecca's husband. Hey,
1: and Rebecca's here as well. We're so glad to she's be so just shy. Yeah. yeah. She had too much for dinner is what she's saying.
2: I did eat too much for dinner and it made me a little nauseous. I am
1: so sorry. It's okay. It was
2: really I made really you a good. scrumptious dinner I had full of
1: savory flavor.
2: Macaroni and cheese, like gluten-free macaroni, but with like craft macaroni cheese, like the powdered cheese. Mm-hmm. And it was heavenly and I ate an entire bowl of it. And then uh, Nathan's mom, Renee, made me zucchini bread, Yeah, gluten-free, and it was so good. And Watch. I ate two fat slices. Ooh. <laughs> I ate all of that at one time. With some butter? Because I have to brush my teeth every time I eat now because right. of my aligners. Yep. And so I have to eat everything at once right. and not well, like snack on it. You don't so, have to eat
0: everything, Rebecca. Well,
2: I did today. I was hungry. It was good. I'm just yeah. suffering now.
1: It was really a joy to watch you because as you were taking each bite of the mac and cheese, I was you dancing. were shaking and like I like, was dancing. Yeah, like, I was dancing like, while I was so, eating like,
2: because it was so yeah. good. Yeah,
1: it was pretty comical. In fact, I sent <laughs> Renee Reese <laughs> a Snapchat video of you eating the bread that she made, and you're like,
2: this is so good. <laughs> "These are two items I don't normally get no, to you eat." Don't. And I had just checked off that yeah. i will never have craft macaroni and cheese again yeah. until the other day i thought why don't i just rob the regular box of macaroni and cheese yeah the cheese packet and mix smart. that with gluten-free noodles yeah and i did it and it's great yeah.
0: smart thinking
2: but i feel n- nauseated
0: did you check if the powder has gluten in it?
2: I just thought of that as I was saying it. Uh-huh. Never
1: even dawned on me. I <laughs> so you love string cheese, Havarti, provolone, all that. Didn't think. Oops. Oh, she's oh, ask Here's Oh, here Siri, we go. Okay.
2: Siri, does the cheese powder and Kraft macaroni and cheese have gluten in it? I found this on the web. Yes? No? I have to... I have Please, to read Rebecca it could, you I have, the mic I have to read it now
0: she's new to this whole radio podcast talking to the mic thing so could you read out loud or
2: something oh, well it's a long <laughs> thing you guys just move on I'll okay. let you know okay
0: alright what's our first question that James? sounds
1: heavenly <laughs> this is a question on everybody's mind nobody's affected by it right actually we're all affected by it. this Not me. listener texted and listen i love this about shock therapy is that we get to address real concerns real issues but this listener said i get upset with people who don't wear masks in stores with lots and lots of people how can i control my attitude <laughs> we've not been there no have we not
0: Nathan? No, I don't know what you you, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Okay, so wait, people are wearing
2: masks. People are
0: wearing masks. Oh, we're well, probably.
2: Ooh, the Kraft macaroni and cheese does not list any gluten-containing ingredients. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Well, I can continue on eating that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Congrats. What was? It stays were in the
0: box with the gluten-filled noodles. But
2: it's in like a foil-wrapped container.
0: Mm, I still some. I bet some still gets through. Well, that pesky gluten, it's sneaky. you got to watch out for it. Even though
2: I've been a little nauseous after eating it, it's worth it.
0: Anyway, uh, masks. Yeah, What do we do when people don't wear them? Wait, yeah.
2: why are we discussing masks? This is just...
1: This uh, is important this stuff. This debate
2: has been exhausting. No! No, I know. no! No! <laughs>
0: no! Because wow. it's important, Rebecca, and somebody yes. asked us, so by gosh oh darn we're going to answer they want, it.
1: They want to help with their attitude adjustment toward it. Are right. they... Protecting themselves and others by wearing a mask—that's the—that's the the big question. No,
2: that wasn't the question. No, hold on. We're going
1: to get to the The point. The question
2: is: How do they reduce their frustration frustration to those
1: who are not wearing a mask? So, this is a really great question because right there, we can't control someone else's decision not to wear their mask, but we can influence their decision in the future by wearing a mask.
2: Here's the deal, okay. I talked with the psychologist a couple weeks ago about this first story I did on KMBZ. Now we're getting somewhere. And she said to keep in mind, it is not the person that you are angry at. It Mm -hmm. is the action Mm -hmm. that you are angry at. And you can only do so much. So don't worry about the things you can't control. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So... so she's an anti-masker huh no have (laughs) I gotten frustrated with people who don't agree with me yes because I feel as though I am right but that other person feels as though they are right yeah and I can't control no matter how much I try to influence their decisions and vice versa so I've just I've got to let it go
1: yeah, there it is. And that's the attitude piece is being able to let that go and do your part. I went into a store the other day, and I forgot mine in my truck. But right when I walked into the door, I immediately felt everybody's eyes on me as the sign on the door said, mask mandatory, thank you for your cooperation. But it was the stare down. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Holy cow. I just felt that. Holy smokes. Are you OK? <laughs> I am.
2: <laughs> very sorry.
1: That was magnificent. Oh, Why did
2: Neither one of you said bless you. Now Satan has had an opportunity <laughs> to get in my heart.
1: Oh my goodness. Hey girl, hey.
0: How's <laughs> it like going, Satan? Welcome to Shock therapy. <laughs> we don't have a fourth mic, so if you could just use Rebecca's, thank you.
1: <laughs> oh man. That was pretty It's pretty impressive. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt I you. I got the stare down which made me go, you know what? Not just because <laughs> there's a mandate, uh, out of everyone's safety and caution, absolutely need to grab my mask. But, but here's I was the thing. That Some mindset, people like, listening
2: are upset with you right now because sure. they're like, you're just like a sheep following oh. whatever they tell you to do. And you shouldn't be wearing a mask because it's our right as Americans to not wear a mask.
1: But you know what? It just, it's like clothing. It's important. It's absolutely essential. You got to have it. And if this is the time that we have to, as, as people, to be a little more cautious, it's worth it.
2: Yeah, you we're, just can't we're, walk
1: into a Starbucks. We're
2: not complete. trying to win the debate here I on know. whether you should or should not no. wear a mask. It's how do you it's how the, do you keep the um, yeah. frustration or irritation one way or the other down yeah. with those who have decided to or not to wear a mask.
0: Here's what I started doing because I was on the boat of being frustrated with people not wearing masks, and I just decided to get over it. I just thought, you know what?
1: i I. I'm not gonna care anymore.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna wear my mask. Yeah. But if somebody else chooses not to wear their mask, so long as we're somewhere that doesn't require a mask. Yeah. If the sign on the door says wear a mask and there's people walking in carelessly not wearing masks, that's maybe something to get frustrated over. But if we're somewhere that doesn't require a mask,
2: but you can't get frustrated because there's nothing you can do about it. Still.
0: Well, but yeah. you can, okay? But you can still get frustrated at the. idea that they're not following the rules deliberately is that fair
2: no I Why? well I think it's fair I think it's fair to get frustrated when somebody's not following along with what they're supposed to be doing. But it's going to cause you a lot of pain by continuing to be frustrated about it.
0: Right, but if you're at okay, if you're at a library, this could be a terrible analogy. But if you're <laughs> at a library and it's se- there's a sign that says quiet, please, and there's people over just laughing and yelling and having a good time. Are you just like, ah, mm, can't be bothered?
2: Can't be bothered in like saying something. Yeah, about- they're not
0: following the rules, but that's not my not my problem.
2: I don't think you're going to influence them unless you're the person at the door monitoring whether they can come in or out with a mask.
0: Right, but it's going to be frustrating regardless.
2: Carry carry on about your business because there's absolutely nothing you can do about it.
0: I mean, I agree you can't do anything about it and and that's kind of why I decided to stop caring, but
2: Apparently, except for when you're in a library and people, people. are gathered together having I'm a sorry. great time.
0: I'm a, it's, there's a sign. <laughs> is, is it Nathan so hard, is the it avid so hard to be quiet? <laughs> yeah. You should expect it at this point to be quiet in a library.
2: Here's what gets really difficult because from what we understand in the studies, the way this works if we wear a mask is if everybody is wearing a mask. Because if just you are wearing a mask then it doesn't offer the adequate protection. But if you and the other person or other people you're encountering are wearing a mask, then it offers some sort of adequate protection. And so it's kind of like when you're driving on the road, you know, people not using turn signals, you know, or letting you know they're going to stop or, you know, you don't want people running a stop sign. Because even though that's just them breaking the rule, it affects you. Like when Karen hit me because she ran the stop sign. Right. (laughs) Were you
0: frustrated at Karen?
2: I was frustrated. Mm. But I had to let it go and let insurance handle it. Because there was nothing I could do about it. Yeah. I was frustrated when I got hit. So if somebody not wearing a mask gives you COVID, I think it's okay to be frustrated with them. But when your frustration or irritation gets Mm -hmm. like out of control, where it's like ruling your day, that's where you have to let it go.
1: Yeah, that's a gut check. You know, it's just one of those things. I think that, you know, for this listener, and for each of us, it's just getting control of it and remembering like you're doing your part, even if that other person isn't, you just stay focused and you just be mindful. And that's really a way to be able to just disengage from that emotion. That's a good attitude check. Just remember, you're doing your part.
2: And I find that the majority of people are doing their part. It's yeah. just a few people who aren't. Yeah. So we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say.
0: I don't know how you guys don't have COVID. I feel like you've you had mean? <laughs> some.
2: Exposure. Exposure. Yeah.
0: More than others.
2: We have a lot of people we're encountering. Yeah. But we, I, I mean, I thought I had coronavirus in the beginning yeah, of all of this. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: Maybe you did. Maybe you got it out I of your system know, but like chicken pox.
2: <laughs> Maybe. We have encountered several people who have had coronavirus. And thankfully, none of us in our family have been incredibly sick. So.
0: Yeah. Which I appreciate because I then interact with you guys. Uh huh. And then I go home to my family and uh-huh. my elderly parents.
2: Oh, and, oh and, and, I am know, sorry, Stephen Renee. Wow. He doesn't that mean fun. that.
1: So,
0: I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> they <laughs> are high risk, though. Yeah,
0: Peak danger. <laughs> so if you guys get it, then don't
2: I get have me let sick. you know every time that we have been potentially exposed.
0: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So far, it's only been 16 times. So. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's impressive.
1: All right. Yeah, that was
0: good. Do you think, is that going to be adequate here's or, or is that gonna a say. non-answer? I'm
1: going to say, here's what you should do in an attitude check is grab yourself a bowl of cereal, which could be like a good soup, right? Is that, is that fair? On <laughs> <hit> the button. <laughs> no, seriously, a listener texted us, is cereal a soup? Just for giggles. Nathan. I think this is fantastic. Nathan,
2: why do we let him do the transitions?
0: (laughs) You gave him the notepad. Because you were giving me a look
2: like I was being mean. I gave
0: you no such look. You did. Oh, my gosh. Um, Is cereal a soup? I think it depends on the content. Watching
1: Nathan eat a bowl of cereal is like a soup. It is just like this. Yeah. It's kind of an experience to watch. Don't ask Siri. Siri, She doesn't know squat. what
2: is the definition of (laughs) soup? Poop. Which word? S I O U X
0: S of Sue? Siri, what's the definition o- of soup? I U X?
2: As a noun it means a liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables, <laughs> etc. in stock or water. Do
0: you want to hear the next one? No. In veg and stock or water. Stock. Like which stock? unless you're a psychopath, oh. your soup is in milk now jay west the other day had a soup yes with coconut coconut milk milk. is that a cereal
1: it was uh no it was not a cereal in fact it was under the soup category at this thai restaurant it was quite impressive yum. Also known as galangal soup, but did they have a cereal category? There was no cereal category. I believe
2: no. I fully believe cereal is a cold soup. That's really strange.
1: Where have you drawn this conclusion? I don't. I've
2: never heard that. Well, it's in liquid. Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. But you don't heat up cereal.
2: Technically, soups you heat up. But some soups are cold.
0: So is oatmeal dry
1: soup? Yeah, this makes sense a
2: cereal, not a soup. Why is oatmeal dry?
0: Well, it's certainly not in liquid form.
2: But it's got liquid in it.
0: Yeah, but it's not like soupy.
2: Well, you're not putting enough liquid in it. <laughs>
0: Your oatmeal is
2: disgusting, man.
0: You need a chill okay, out. Okay, the out oatmeal is
2: Satan. not part of the discussion. Yeah. I would say cereal is a soup because... It's got all the ingredients. No, it has none of the ingredients. Did you not listen to Siri? She said water or stock. As an example.
0: But oh. you just
2: mentioned J-West's soup having has coconut milk, coconut milk, in, milk. in it. Coconut milk. So cereal having milk in it could still be a soup.
0: Here's what I think. I think there's a distinction, but I think if your soup has oats and milk in it, it can be Jumping over into the cereal category. Rarely does your soup have oats in it.
1: Rarely. I would agree with them.
2: I've always loved a good bowl of oat soup.
0: (laughs) You're ridiculous. (laughs) I think you're taking that opinion because it's contrary to mine and J. Wes's.
2: Wrong opinion. Is this Satan right now talking? <laughs> you need to I know you guys again. are sharing the,
0: ma- you the, need the to mic, but again. that's
2: because you guys didn't say "bless you," and you so that too. allowed Satan to get into my heart when it stopped beating <laughs> oh when I my sneezed.
0: Gosh. I, I you, know. you
2: know that, right? That's where the whole like term "bless you" "bless you" came from.
0: When mm-hmm. one of your heart stops, Satan. Because hops there in. was
2: a time they believed that your heart stopped beating when you sneezed, and that was an opportunity for Satan to take mm. over. That's really sad.
0: Transitioning into the, from smokes. that, and this wasn't... Uh, Hold
2: on. Is cereal a soup? No! 100% no, 100% it's not. 100% yes.
0: Alright, well, we could fight about it later. In the octagon. We'll make, okay. We'll make you guys, if you want to see Rebecca and I fight in the octagon, let us know. <laughs> I think we can make it happen. <laughs> Rebecca thinks she can win, mm-hmm. but I think she would try to hit me And she would punch these rock hard abs and her wrist would break
2: (laughs) like a twig. I probably would not continue fighting with you standing up because I know I have weak wrists. I'm a grappler. Oh. I would would get you out in a submission.
0: And here's the thing. I'm a lover, not a fighter, but I would still win.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would choke you out.
1: She's pretty stealthy, man. Does she beat you up, J Wes? Basically.
2: <laughs> right. I thought Nathan was gonna tell the story about the time I tried to jump the fence at the speedway. The what? <laughs>
0: when oh, one of you almost <laughs> broke your jump ribs? the
2: fence at the oh, speedway the and I look like a corgi trying to climb <laughs> over yeah. a wall. I've seen
0: Um anyway. Like <laughs> <laughs> On a slightly more serious note, I have my own question before we go to the next one. Because you said Satan jumping in your heart whenever your your heart stops, which by the way I don't think your heart actually stops whenever you sneeze.
2: I don't think that's true either. I think either.
0: that's a, a myth. But anyway, um, a lot of people will say like Satan's been tempting me. Mm-hmm. Oh Satan! Satan is he's in your house right now. Get Satan <laughs> out of your house. Satan is not omnipresent. Correct. So. Is it safe to say that that is hardly ever, rarely, probably never going to be the case that Satan himself is taking time to go into your house and move things around at night or turn your son astray or your daughter?
1: He finds his ways to be influential. In fact, the scripture talks about, about him prowling around like a roaring lion. So he's seeking, he's trying to devour. So he's on the prowl. But he's not omnipresent as God is omnipresent or all-powerful or all-knowing. So – but he's tricky. He is, he is so snide and all those things would be a deceiver. That's what he's – he's the father of lies. So he's going to speak lies. He's going to use other influences to get people to be swayed by his influence. But just like he came to Adam and Eve in Genesis he's he'll persuade through objects and he'll question things and make you think, well, but did God really say that? You know, that kind so of thing. So he is omnipresent. But he's... No. But not in the sense that the presence of God is nearer than the presence of Satan, meaning God's omnipresence is more powerful. It's more than than the roaring lion of the enemy, which is Satan, who's going to seek and devour. But yet he is still present, but not in the way that God's present more powerful.
2: Okay, so God's more powerful, but Satan's still there.
1: He's no. influential, but he's not there necessarily in the sense that how God is present.
0: He's His influence, his influence. is present, but his uh, actual being is not.
1: Yeah, God's presence is more powerful than the presence of, of the, evil or the than, enemy.
2: Than the influence of the evil or the enemy?
1: Yes. but So the evil that would exist around us in our culture, or the enemy that is influential in someone's decision-making, that the power of God could still completely supersede that.
2: So are people off base when they say Satan tempted me?
1: Depends on what context. What's What are they going through? Depends on what they're facing, accepting, inviting. Um, so, for example, like if someone's in the occult, they're inviting his presence in in that moment. Now, for someone who's completely oblivious to, the, say, the occult or, you know, actions of the occult or whatever they might be doing, um the influence of that is not going to be as strong other than the person who's inviting it in. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But yet, we know through the presence of God that when someone can share the gospel with a complete stranger, um, that turns the eternal shift of their attention to the influence of God's presence more than it does the influence of the enemy's presence. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, there's still influence of sin and the fallenness of our world, but God's going to supersede that because someone's attention's on Him.
2: You want to hear a fun fact? Fun fact. When I sneezed, I spilled tea all over my shirt. You know, what? I wondered.
1: No, it just looks <laughs> like you, it's part of the tie-dye. You are a crockett. All of us as crocketts have all of that. Just anything we're eating or drinking, it's like, oh, I have a hole in my lip because it's on my shirt. Is
0: this, a, <laughs> is this another transition or are you just. No, oh, like okay. seriously, but actually,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but actually, because we're so messy, tacos
0: they're oh, just, there it is. There it is. And as
1: Nathan lifted his cup to me, he yeah. threw, his, he tea threw his, his tea at me. Did I really? Fury. Yes, you did.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Nathan, are I, tacos I, a crunchy
2: sandwich? No. I know exactly what Nathan is oh going gosh. to say.
1: What? No. Are you kidding me? When we were in New Mexico and we were visiting Star 88, one of the best two years ago. Yep. This week. We went to this place where they sold me an ice cream taco. And I was like, ice cream taco? It was the best thing. But it wasn't like a taco as we know it.
2: Can I tell you what Nathan's gonna say? What's he gonna say? That it's a hand salad. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Only
0: if it's a Rebecca taco because she doesn't have meat on her.
2: <laughs> but do all salads? have <laughs> But some have corn salads tortillas? have meat on them.
0: Salads don't have tortillas.
2: Well, some do. What about taco salad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You put chips in it.
2: No tortilla chips.
0: Uh, it's different though.
2: This is so, man.
0: Anyway, the answer no. Crunchy that's, sandwich. That's disrespectful. To all tacos, it is. and the culture in which See, they are consumed. Cultures. There was this
1: restaurant that we used to go to called Tom and Chi, right?
0: Yeah, that's such a bad name. I hate that name. Yeah, it's that, weird. Mate. But
1: on top of their sandwich were chips. They put chips on top of the, of the like grilled cheese sandwich, and it was the weirdest thing, but it was fascinatingly good. Like it was, look at that again. But it felt like it was a sandwich. Because of the chips.
2: No, what you ate was a sandwich because it was two slices of bread. Right.
1: But I'm saying that having the chips on there changed it. So I don't know how this becomes a sandwich.
2: I don't know how you keep getting off topic that <laughs> this bad. We were asking what? if tacos... <laughs> Were a sandwich, and you decided to talk about you having chips and question whether that was I'm a sandwich or I am just questioning
1: how does this listener think that tacos are a crunchy sandwich?
0: Then what, what would be a what would be a soft taco? A taco isn't isn't uh, the the actual food item; it's a category. Okay. If you go to Taco Hell there's so many different Wait, types okay. of tacos sorry. on the thing. I'm really sorry. What Taco Bell?
1: <laughs> yeah. You guys go.
0: I went there for lunch. If, if there's so many different tacos. <laughs> okay. You have your Chalupa Supreme. Yes. You got your crunch wrap Supreme. You got your Soft Taco. You got your Hard Taco. You got your Doritos Locos Taco. You got some <laughs> sort of like double stack, a hard taco with a soft tortilla around it and it's squeezed together by, uh, by cheese had one of those is pretty good it was pretty good. um they have a a grilled cheese like griller thing don't eat that, that was, i tried it and not not great um there's so many different tacos and i get it there's so many different sandwiches as well but you notice that they never look the same it's because sandwich and taco are not one specific thing it's a category
2: what about a quesadilla yeah what does that fall under that that could I think that's a more of like a sandwich no that could be like a grilled cheese
0: no. No, it can't. Cuz it's a taco. Cuz grilled cheese but is it's... made with bread, not tortilla. And oh. I get it they're both gluten-based uh-huh. things. But
2: one is just flatter than the other without yeast. Right. Okay.
0: It's just di- it's just different.
2: It's just different. I don't I don't accept that <laughs> as an answer. I hate
0: that you're taking the opposite side on
2: all of this. I actually did not take a side. I'm just asking questions. You just said you disagree
1: with me. I would love to see the reaction of customers if they stepped up to order and it said this side of sandwich, this side of soup or cereal. <laughs> I'd Be or, like, or, "Wait, we're at Taco Bell." I'm like, "What?" That would that'd be weird. Uh yeah, can I get uh <laughs>
0: Can I get a number 3 but um, can I have a soft sandwich instead of a hard sandwich on the side? <laughs> Thank you. No, a, so- a soft a sandwich. Right. A soft
2: sand- what do you mean? I, a soft I think sandwich.
1: we should go and try this.
0: Are you going to go to Jason's Deli and be like, hmm, can I just get a roast beef taco?
2: <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, just Rem- a roast beef. T- remember just a when soft you sent taco, me to Starbucks and asked me to order an orange mocha frappuccino <laughs> for you, but it didn't exist. <laughs> Uh, we don't have anything orange, I'm ma'am. Sorry, what? <laughs> what a moment. Well, they should. Yeah. Anyway,
0: I think <laughs> I made a pretty good point here. Tacos are not sandwiches. No. Sandwiches are not tacos. For Correct. the
2: sake of time, we'll move on.
0: A pizza? No, I'm not even going to go into that. Continue.
1: It's kind of like this listener trying to find a relationship uh, with yeah. social distance. I can see the connection already, Jay Wes. I can. There is something it. missing. In this scenario, that's not getting to have human interaction. That's a tough thing.
0: Your transitions are like gluten; they just hold, they just <laughs> hold it all together. Okay, and it seems a little poisonous for Rebecca, quite frankly. Cause
1: illness. Rebecca's gonna do the proper <laughs> transition. She's oh gonna educate gosh. me on air. Go for it. He's educate me how you would transition. We are three, m- two.
2: Speaking of awkward things, uh. <laughs> how do you form a relationship in a pandemic? A. Wow.
1: Hey,
2: see, I just heard you transition the best
1: of my knowledge the way i just transitioned with that <laughs> yeah. i heard the same oh okay <laughs> nathan okay i'm gonna neutral oh, on this one <laughs> why do you that? well anyway social distancing and relationship i go
2: don't mean. know nathan how are you meeting people in a pandemic
1: i tell you what
0: i go to work and i talk to people and quite frankly but are you full confession a okay wearing a mask Sweet, not good. six feet away also here's a little pro tip for you pro tip this this pandemic is a great example of how relationships should be there should always be six feet apart in between the man and woman room enough for jesus and not just (laughs) we're not talking skinny jesus here full-fledged obese american jesus (laughs) he can fit right in the middle of you sideways that's how the relationship should be up until marriage
2: Okay, you're not you're not completely wrong here because I talked with relationship expert Timmy Gibson um, when this whole pandemic like went down and we were all on stay at home orders, yeah. and I asked him about this like, is this hurtful towards relationships? Is this good towards relationships? How do relationships yeah. function in a pandemic? And he was saying, you know, you can use your apps and stuff to meet people. That way, if you happen to be working in a building, which not everybody is, if you meet somebody, you can still date. But he said the really cool thing that's happening during the pandemic is that it's stopping the physical from happening too soon because people have to keep their distance. And so you get to actually know the person a lot better from the beginning without that Awkward, like forced physical interaction. Mm. Yeah.
0: So how do you start a relationship in the pandemic? The same way you should out of a pandemic. Slow. The
2: the problem is is like the whole meeting people. Like how do you meet people during a pandemic? Because before
0: Christian Mingle. (laughs) Facebook marketplace. Outside
2: of yeah, marketplace. Outside of apps, how else do you meet people?
0: Craigslist. Xbox Live
2: <laughs> I don't think you were kidding when real. you said
1: Xbox Live I, I say, okay. looking at your face I was like it's believable
0: uh, I've uh, well I've interacted with individuals over Xbox okay. Live never met anybody in person okay, over Xbox Live but you know I got somebody on my Xbox friends list that I've been friends with for <laughs> literally 11 years wow <laughs> never met the guy he was from uh, New Mexico though we should have swung by his house
2: <laughs> when we were in New Mexico.
0: Yeah, Badger, if you're listening, uh, I miss you. We should play together sometime.
2: <laughs> and you're not trying to build a relationship with no. Badger.
0: No, no, he's a guy. Yeah, yeah. his name is Daniel.
2: Oh, so it's not Badger.
0: Badger was his online uh, name, his gamer tag. Handle his handle, his so gamer, gamer yeah. tag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but anyway.
1: I don't know <laughs> pandemic relationships are just really unique even in marriages just people
2: Sorry your mouth was like right on the mic so it sounded weird for a second. Oh, oh we're good.
1: Okay. Um just you know trying to figure out the awkwardness of that and then being able to move on without feeling like did I do something wrong or is everything okay?
2: Are you dress- addressing or, something specific? I'm just yeah.
1: saying like in general like just trying to like be okay within the pandemic that you're okay. Like, don't go stir crazy, thinking, like, you're going crazy, but just, like, when there's a social... Are we talking about the same thing? No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the social distancing thing. Like, how to develop relationships.
0: (laughs) Drink plenty of water. Don't be thirsty.
2: (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> okay, Nathan's description <laughs> right there <laughs> explained more to me than what James was trying to <laughs> I say. Is, I assume oh. we're on the same page. Yeah, on the same You, page. Get, oh. you get
0: stir crazy at home and you're like, oh yeah. my gosh, I haven't seen somebody in, in weeks. you months second guessing. And you're like, wow, I spent all this time on social yep. media. Everybody's so pretty. Everyone online. seems
1: amazing. And why do I feel like I do? And then.
0: I gotta, you know what? I'm feeling confident. I should text her.
1: Yeah, that kind of thing,
0: which isn't a bad thing. Just don't go crazy. Yeah, take it slow.
2: You can go on dates to Target if you're both wearing masks.
0: Yeah, or mm-hmm. uh, you can yeah. go to you can go to Pan Express and get your food and eat it uh, in the car. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Just
0: make sure one of you is in the front, one of you is in the back, so that there's more space. It's six feet. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You should go to a uh, cereal bar and get your favorite soup.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want yeah. me to do the Mary Weathers here? has a great
1: cereal bar, by the way. It's it really? Oh, man! Wait, do they actually? They really do. I you a Snapchat of that cereal
2: worth. bar, and you were impressed yeah. by
1: it. I bet it's, it's like really
0: three good. bucks for a bowl of cereal.
1: Um, I think something like that. They they always but their do coffee that, though, man. man. It's just wow.
0: I don't get why cereal bars are so expensive. Like, coffee shops are like, yeah, we brought this gourmet cinnamon toast crunch $5 for one cup (laughs) of
1: cereal. I I could get a box. Like, are you kidding me? I I could literally get a box. Yeah, just walk in with it. Can I borrow your milk? It's their milk. (laughs) It's what it
2: is. Okay, several of my friends have moved away. How do I not be so sad from missing them so much?
1: Get in a relationship.
0: (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. Don't. It's called rebounding.
1: You know what I thought about with this question is it just kind of highlights last week when you involved your sister Stephanie when she moved away and there was that distance and the reality of them moving away. How did you process that distance when it made you feel sad when you're like, oh my gosh, my sister, and just Stephanie, even Michelle, when we when you went and you flew with Stephanie to see Michelle, and then all of a sudden you know she's moving on the other side of the world. How did you deal with that sadness?
2: I love my sisters, but I really wasn't sad because <laughs> I, Stephanie I, and
1: Michelle, I'm really
2: sorry. <laughs> oh, <why do> you <laughs> um, here's the thing. It's always been long distance relationships yeah. with I mean, them. So sure. that's not a really great example. Oh, here's a good example. So when Nathan left and went to college right. in Springfield and abandoned me. Yeah. I was sad when he left.
0: Because we're closer than you and your sisters. Than my <laughs> sisters.
2: Wow. Well, yeah, I see Nathan a lot more than I saw my sisters. It's true. I mean, we work. work together every single day, and then all of a sudden, you're gone. I mean, you were my co-host. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still are my co-host, but yeah. you stopped being my co-host for a while while you were in Springfield.
0: They always come back, right? Yep. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> um, so, that was difficult But I also went through the same thing when Jonathan left and went to Boston Mm, because we were really close and I was really sad when he left. And uh, I had the same attitude with both of them when they left as you're going to find other friends. And even though that made me sad, like to think you're going to find other friends and move on and our relationship will probably dissolve from what it is right now. I accepted that that was what could happen and said I would be there for both of them until they filled that spot with somebody else. And I knew for myself that I would fill that place as well with somebody else. Thankfully, Nathan came back, so... Mm -hmm. I didn't have to... Well, actually, I did fill that spot with Jonathan.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm still trying to take my (laughs) spot back. Thankfully, I got him fired from Intercom. Right,
2: (laughs) right. It was you. It was (laughs) you that did that. Anyway, the whole point of that is when when you separate from somebody else in a friendship, you're going to fill that place with somebody else eventually. It just... It's a matter of time. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some solid friendships that... They'll stay solid, but it's really hard to have long-distance friendships, relationships, anything. So
1: It's really unique in church world because being a pastor and being in family ministry as long as we have, we've seen a lot of people just through the transient nature of work and family and whatever. And one thing that stays the same is the fact that, man, that's why we crave fellowship. We crave being together because when there's that gap or there's that absence of a closeness that you had with someone um, man, we need to be ready and available to help just come alongside people, be a voice of encouragement, not try to replace that other person's part in their life, but in some way to accent it and to celebrate that as something as a strength that they carry with them. So, you know, there is going to be a time frame of sadness, but just not to stay there and allow people to not take that spot, but to come alongside in that spot to, you know,
2: I, I I remember sending a lot of Snapchats to Nathan when he was gone, like our communication was frequent when he first left. And then it, it kind of faded a little bit as he found other things he was doing. And I found other things that I was doing. And so I guess that would be my encouragement. Though you may have communication up front, then it'll be a slow yeah. fade where it won't mm-hmm. be as yeah. painful.
0: Yeah. And what that, what
2: did you do when you missed me so much, Nathan?
0: I just slept. I just slept pretty much all day. <laughs> pretty much all day. I slept and then I went to work and then I came uh, I came back and I slept and, and he
2: you texted went to me and I was like, you tell that's Rebecca. what you were there for."
1: Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. I did that, and he would text me in the background, going, "Can you tell Rebecca to leave me They're alone?" like, Holy right. cow, does she Ray not have alone. a life, Jay Wes? I'm in college. I have classes and commitments. I'm leave trying me to alone. take my
0: second nap, and <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I think that idea of that friendship eventually dissolving is really scary up front, and that's not exactly what people want to hear. But yep. in my experience it's such a slow
2: gradual
0: gradual yeah. dissolving that you really it, it's it, it naturally happens unless they just like totally ignore you or you know like say something cut then, you off yeah it's unless it's just like a straight cut you still find ways to interact with those people like and and eventually it just it's a slow fade um Or you find ways to make it work anyway.
2: Or they come back.
0: It's true. Grant Miller is a pretty good example of this. Grant? Grant Miller, my childhood best friend. We grew up together. And then he went to college in K-State. I stayed here. And we never stopped being friends. And to this day. Your
2: communication stopped for a while. Well,
0: okay. But that was in our teenage years. And that was because of reasons that were not. Yeah, but it's, it wasn't that you
2: couldn't be friends anymore. Even though you had a lull in your friendship, it wasn't that you guys were mad at each other or anything. There was just yep. a space there where you went your separate ways, but nothing was wrong. Your friendship when you guys came back together, your friendship just picked up where it left off.
0: Right. So there, I guess there was there was two times in our friendship where we were kind of separated. I guess you could say, one was in our teenage years, from like maybe thirteen to seventeen. And during that time, no communication really. Maybe we played on Xbox like every once in a while, but Grant didn't have an Xbox until he was like in his late teenagers, teenage years. Um, but I made a decision. I, I knew that Grant was going to be graduating through an organization called MPE for homeschoolers. And so I was like, I'm going to graduate with Grant. even if that, Even if after we graduate, it's like cut off. That's fine, that will be the cap, the end of uh, an era. But I was like, I'm gonna graduate high school with Grant Miller. And so I did, and rather than it cutting off, it just rekindled everything. And even though he went off to college, because we made that connection in our last year of high school, then everything picked back up. And now, you know, he works at Intercom. I I mean, I don't. He's not your
2: best friend, but he works at Intercom.
0: And I play video Mm -hmm. games with him probably four days a week. I and mean, so, it's less
2: interaction than you have with me, but he's still a friend. But
0: the interaction we do have is so good, Rebecca. I think it's okay, probably...
2: Okay, okay, okay. You know. Okay.
0: But yeah, so you find ways, more of the story, you find ways to maintain friendships even at a long distance. Yeah. If it doesn't dissolve naturally, then then it won't. I don't think. In my experience.
2: For example... My friendship with Jonathan, though we talked a lot in the beginning, we don't talk every day now, sometimes we'll go for a couple of weeks without talking to each other, and then suddenly we'll talk like three days in a row to each other. Right. It's just, it's slowly dissolving, nothing's wrong, we're still friends, we've just filled that it place. just looks different. Natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it does require more effort. Yeah. You know, I have I have other friends where it's like I have to put effort into maintaining this friendship sure. even if it is just sending them a text once sure. a month or once every 3 months or whatever. Yeah. It requires effort which is hard and I'm
1: horrible at that.
0: But there are some friendships that are worth it. And so, yeah. It's it's a it's a natural process, I think.
1: In ministry, I mean, I went to a conference in 2007 for youth specialties and Got to meet, like, one of my ministry heroes, Doug Fields, Doug and Kathy Fields. I mean, they were from Saddleback Church in uh, California. And anyway, just got to share with Doug, like, this long ministry friendship relationship um, with who was my boss at the time. But gosh, he was just like the Apostle Paul of my life, you know, just shaping me in ministry. So long story short, when I told him our longevity of serving together – And, you know, the backgrounds where we came from, but just how God orchestrated this um, workmanship, you know, and just workability ministry. He's like, dude, that's unheard of. Like, in all the years of ministry, just to maintain that, uh, even if somebody goes off and does something in their calling, you know, it's completely, you know, know, takes another role or position. It's like, man, that's something unique. Um, That's something to just, but also accept the fact that someday it, it may transition. It may move on, but to appreciate that. And carry that with you.
2: And look at the glasses half full. Yeah. Or is it half empty? Maybe. It was beautiful, right? That was pretty good. That was,
1: uh, you just educated me. You
0: just capitalized on an on a <laughs> moment.
1: That was the moment. <laughs>
0: um, it depends, Rebecca. Are you adding water into it or taking water out of it?
2: <laughs> That's a good question. I had the same idea in my mind. Is a glass half full or half empty? It's
1: only how you look at it. <laughs> it's if like, you, you sound like chowder.
2: <laughs> if you are drinking from the glass or pouring water out of the glass and it is at the halfway point, it is half empty. If you are filling the glass up and you fill it to the halfway point, it is half full.
0: All righty, done. Easy peasy. Jay Wes, do you have anything to add?
1: <laughs> this illustration doesn't make any sense to me. Explain it to me like I was five. I just did. Yeah, I think that was <laughs> okay, probably like, like I the was three. Year old version. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do my office. Quote. Okay, if so
2: she, your if, mommy and daddy give yeah. you a cup of <laughs> juice, <laughs> they only fill it halfway because you spill it all the time. Yeah. If you take a drink out of it, Got it. then it's half empty. <laughs> When your mommy and daddy is pouring the juice in it and they only pour it halfway, it's half full. Unacceptable! <laughs> they should
0: always give you a full cup.
2: They should,
1: but they don't even have the right not to, to give you anything. In they fact, you should life. say,
0: parents, why doesn't my cup overfloweth? Yeah. Do you not want to bless? No, thine? they don't
2: want stained carpet or stained clothes. Oh, this is true. That's why yeah. you don't give them something that stains. Give them apple juice. Jay was took the notebook from me, so I can't do any more transitions. No, you can't. Got him. Well, don't take it from me and well, then just hand it back randomly would, when it's time for a transition.
1: Well, okay, because the next one's teepee direction. Like, what's the best way to put teepee on the roll?
0: Another one that requires a, like, freaking one-word answer. Front.
2: <laughs> I think we can all agree on this. The front. Yes, it, it glides a lot smoother. Is that the only reason why?
1: is it glide it smoother looks
2: nicer the
1: only argument there is something weird about that when it's not facing the the correct direction
0: i've i've heard that people who put it facing the other direction have like young kids or yes, cats is, or something that will go in and like hit it and if you face it the other direction it won't completely yeah. roll out it'll just continue to roll yeah. that being said just train them just close the bathroom door or just something do that. It's not worth the hassle. No,
1: it's a hassle.
0: Do you guys, whenever you, you, whenever you go into a house, even if it's not your own and mm-hmm. it's facing the opposite direction, do you turn it around?
2: I flip it. Yeah, I,
0: I flip,
1: flip it too. It. I yeah.
2: flip it and I fold it nicely like they do in hotels. Oh,
1: okay, well, <laughs> I don't go true. that far. Rebecca goes like <laughs> an extra step. That's...
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, you put, it, you put it in the front. Yeah. Don't be, don't be dumb. Don't be silly.
2: And buy the right kind.
0: Yeah, that's true. Don't get on that sandal. Oh sand
2: my gosh! <laughs> and don't buy any. Nathan and I had to how, talk with Jay Wes about how this was this last transition because I just Jay Wes and I have transition. been married for almost twenty-one years. Hold on, let's let's back up for a second. You just clapped for yourself for doing a transition that because was you, not even on the list. You
1: gave me a look, and I was
2: that wasn't even on the list. It.
1: I was social distancing. Are okay.
2: anyway, Jay Wes? married for almost 21 years elvis is upset Uh, about it as well he understands Comes home with off-brand toilet paper okay there's something yes that's one of the rules like there's several things that you have to buy quality of and toilet paper is one of those and i feel like we've had this conversation a thousand times but every once in a while you still have to try it to save money and who did you give the toilet paper to the kids i
1: did because they didn't complain about
2: wow. it. <laughs> would not even wipe our own derriere with it you A-Z, gave it to our az children
1: hey, well they didn't complain it wasn't that important to them obviously it is to you <laughs> aka the flippity flip you gotta flip it around you gotta do <laughs> go into the people's homes and flip it around if it's not the right direction <laughs> oh,
0: what's the next
2: question
1: it's kind of like deciding, you know, Sir, is mayo, with the notebook, is mayo the a question? custard? Is mayo a custard? That is the last and final. I feel
0: like we're not even discussing things that matter anymore.
1: It's These are our listeners. This is important to them. We threw out the question. Let's talk about what's important to you. And they want to know from the Vent Lab.
0: Is mayo a... Hold on. Re- Rebecca, what's the what's the definition of a custard?
2: Siri! Siri, what's the definition of a custard? Custard means a dessert or sweet sauce made with milk, eggs, and sugar. Uh oh. Milk, eggs, Uh-oh. and sugar. Uh oh. Mayo is a custard. Oh my
0: gosh. We just is it just a warm custard? That? Like a soft Wait,
2: custard? Do you eat mayo
1: warm? Well, if you go to Chick-fil-A, it's in those packets yeah. in room temperature. It's just
0: not necessarily We keep our mayo iced. in the fridge. But,
1: yeah, we put it in the fridge.
0: I mean, we put our mayo in the fridge, yeah. but like, if it's warm, it's not the end of the world. Whereas yeah. custard is going to be all melty and stuff.
1: See, I feel like...
0: Here's but, real-
2: but you don't want to get like food poisoning from eating mayo that's been sitting out. Because it has egg in it, right? Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not
0: leaving it out like for all day. I'm just saying. Like, if it's it room temperature, you're probably not going to die. Yeah. Here's the real question. Why are you eating custard in America?
2: Hmm. Custard is good.
0: So it was ice cream and sherbet and dole. Sherbet. I'm just saying we have no need for custard. It's pretty good. Oh, no, on we this have continent. need for custard.
2: Rebecca custard has a need for custard. Custard is good. What, yeah. to put
0: on your sandwich?
2: What's that's that the mayo. What's custard stuff that I eat with the the sugar that's burned on top of it? Oh,
1: yeah, the cooked custard. It's, um, um, it's not tiramisu. It's not tiramisu. It is, mm, I will think of it.
2: We had it when we were on the cruise, and they gave me the wrong one. What is it called?
1: Filet mignon. It's like the caramelized sugar on top. It's not Yeah, I know know
0: what you guys are talking about. Creme brulee.
2: Creme Creme brulee. That's what I just said. Creme brulee with with uh, the custard. It's in America. That is amazing. So good. It's a good thing. Also, frozen custard, Sheridan's, that's what that is. Yeah, Culver's. Okay,
0: do you want some frozen mayo?
1: That doesn't sound a big I, I feel
0: like it's the sugar content that we're talking about here hmm. and the process hmm. in which it's made. Because you can take the same ingredients and put them in two different things and you cook them or chill them and or whatever them. in two different ways and it will develop in two different uh, dishes.
2: I mean, it still sounds like the description of a custard.
0: I can't think of anything else that uses the exact same ingredients, but is two is different things, but I'm sure there's something.
2: Cereal and soup. Mm.
0: Not even the same ingredients. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, I tell you what doesn't use the same ingredients, though. A grilled cheese and a melt.
1: What's the difference? A
0: what grilled is cheese okay. is a, two slices of bread yes. with cheese in the middle. Okay, A melt is ingredients... And then cheese melted over the top.
1: If that you have a sense.
0: grilled ham and cheese, okay, that makes sense. A grilled ham and cheese, it's not a grilled cheese with ham, mm. it's a ham melt.
1: So, what's a patty melt?
0: A patty melt is just a patty of beef with cheese <laughs> melted on it.
1: Man, Nathan is like food savvy.
2: And here's he's got the
1: menu down from Taco Bell, he's got the melt. <laughs>
2: This food is good.
1: Yeah, she's like food critic, <laughs> like Andy Bernard. <laughs>
0: um, I have another food question after this, but I need to get this off my chest. Because somebody asked uh, on that Facebook post you made, Rebecca, about is it a grilled cheese or a panini if it has other ingredients? First off, it's not a grilled cheese. It's only a panini if it's been smooshed with another grill. <laughs> like I think a panini requires a top and a bottom okay. grill. George Foreman or something. And I think a melt just requires the cheese to be melted. You don't have to smoosh the top. So the grill's only on one side. It's all in how you cook it. could be the same ingredients. It's all in how you cook it.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you guys have anything to add to that? Am I just... No, I agree. I'm just spot on. I agree. Wow.
1: During the pandemic, pandemic, I got really savvy with making grilled cheese. And uh, Rebecca... Just one day gave me this high compliment of just making the best grilled cheese and I'll never forget uh-huh. that. And three
2: months later I weighed 500 pounds. No, you didn't.
0: 502. <laughs> um, I made a grilled cheese with that ghost pepper cheese. What'd you think? Uh, it was actually pretty spectacular.
1: Yeah, I bet
2: it was. I
0: used I used mayo Yeah. instead of uh, butter for the bread.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, so you used custard.
0: Right. So I, I spread custard over the top <laughs> and then I, I used like a provolone cheese or something like that, Ooh. and then sprinkled uh, the... It, it was pretty fantastic. I need
1: to make you the kind of sandwich, not taco, What kind of salad. sandwich is that? It is a very unique blend of lettuce, tomato, turkey bacon, uh, and egg. It is called the Big Adam Sandler Sandwich, and it wow. comes from the movie Spanglish. Sounds amazing. So
2: you were going to use just the first letter of every word you just said... It's an
1: acrostic to help communicate the perplexity of the, the So meal. it's the big... Adam Sandler sandwich, okay, yeah,
0: Wampus, Patty Wampus,
1: yeah. There's no fish. There's no. I mean, it's turkey bacon, but it's a substitute for. Why pork do you bacon. Why do you use turkey bacon? sub of- um, it's a it's a conviction. Uh, it's not a law. conviction. <laughs> you guys don't eat pork. pork. Pork Please. makes you poop. <laughs> okay, it's pretty bad. It just it wrecks me. It wrecks my stomach. Interesting. So you know, turkey bacon does does the. Uh, the body good, Interesting. it's good, and it's a delicious sandwich. You put sriracha, Would you know something about that from last sriracha. Um, <gasps> uh,
2: <laughs> peanut butter, sriracha, yes, Doritos. Our last live stream, yeah. if you missed it, missed it. check it we out. Check it. It was horrible. My mom called last night to see if we were okay. Really? Yeah. She was like, "JW shouldn't do that." Did anymore. she say JW or JW? I. She probably called you JW. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah. Your mom's pretty awesome. She was like, did you have heartburn, sweetie? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I did. What about me, Julie? Chili I let her know,
2: Nathan, that you were feel- feeling ill from our magic smoothie. I
0: was burping so much on my way home, I didn't want to be in the car with myself. <laughs> it was like the stankiest burps. Like one of those, you go.
2: Well, that was a bad idea.
1: Yeah. It was you rough. You gave me the assignment. But you used to know, know what ingredients were in it. <laughs>
2: My mom was like, he could have made it gross and not spicy.
1: <laughs> I could have made it gross?
2: Why did he have to add the spice? I could have
1: put onion in it. That would have been okay. Mm, onion breath. But that would have been kind of gross, too. It yep. was all gross. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, that How many was times did I apologize for it, and you were like, no, it was great. You would not stop apologizing. You did what we asked you to do. J. <laughs> you don't need to
0: apologize, because yeah. we did, in fact, ask you to do that. He and did. you he did succeeded. Thank you. You made a disgusting... <laughs> Smoothie. I did. Task failed successfully. I even uploaded
1: pictures of all the ingredients just to show how complex it was. There was no poison or
0: anything. Nothing. No.
1: You should have washed it down with a big Adam Sandler sandwich. That's what you should have done. I (laughs) should have.
0: Okay. One last food question. Okay. All right. So imagine this. Actually first off let me just start off with some facts. Every bite of watermelon is 92% water.
2: Oh, here we go.:
0: You're on an island, OK? No other source of food. Is there a teepee?: No, OK. No other source of food, no other source of fresh water. All you have is watermelon. A lot of watermelon. Because it provides water, okay. and because it provides food, can you technically survive only on watermelon?
1: There's no substance.
0: Sure there is. Everything mm-hmm. has protein. Everything has protein? Everything has protein.
1: It's is a tiny teeny seedless? tiny amount.
0: I'll tell you what, I Grant feel like
2: that's false. Grant yeah.
0: bought a five pound bag of gummy worms,
1: seventy one grams of protein in wow. them. No. Because the gelatin?
2: Yeah, I that's that's pork. Gelatin's pork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, anyway. It's
1: the burning of fat. It has
0: because the watermelon <laughs> has to have the nutrients to grow in the first place, it then has those nutrients inside it of it. It came from the ground. Yeah. So Okay, like you would
2: think that could sustain you, but isn't watermelon a diuretic?
0: I don't know what that means. I don't it's, think it has a it's diet. Going to It's a melon, Rebecca.
2: Like a
1: I think
0: hmm. its diet is the sun. Photosynthesis. Hmm.
1: This is scientific now.
2: That's us, Siri. That's pretty fun. Siri, could you survive on just watermelon?
0: I Think. In fact, I I know you can. Here's what I do. Here's what I know. You can survive 40 days with just water.
2: Ooh, it'll reduce inflammation.
0: You can survive 40 days with just water. Where
1: did you get that fact?
0: The Bible.
2: Oh yeah.
0: So, if you can survive at least have you met ten days
1: other than Jesus, Nathan? Have you met anyone in close proximity who did a 40 day fast? Yes. And who was that?
0: Mister Yardley.
1: And how did it affect him?
0: I don't remember. <laughs> He's alive today. He's still
1: with us, though, right? Yes. There, it can't so, be done.
0: So you can survive at least a month. I would give you three months on watermelon alone. Yeah, that's three months to be found.
1: Early, early in my marriage with Rebecca, she did a water. She did. She did a fast, but she had watermelon as kind of her backup to like sustain the kind of like awkwardness of never having fasted before mm-hmm. and it was sustaining it was good
0: i'll tell you what i asked a doctor about yeah. that today uh <laughs> I, I, I had to um and uh he he's an agriculturist so he really focuses on nutrition and all that and he said you can in fact survive on watermelon alone just not.
1: that's an accomplishment for very long
0: yeah <laughs> it's not advised yeah. here's my second question because a watermelon is 92% water, water toxicity exists. If you drink too much water, you could die from it getting in your bloodstream and all that. So if you eat too much watermelon, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: will you get water toxicity? And if that's the case, what's the threshold of too much watermelon? I'll cut to the chase. I asked the doctor about that as well. (laughs) And uh, he said, water toxicity requires such uh specific circumstances as is the odds are you won't get that yeah. from a watermelon also your liver and kidneys and all that will flush everything out and so you probably physically could not consume enough watermelon without just absolutely water hosing <laughs> it all out before you got water toxicity so there it is there's your answer boom um
2: that's a fun from fact. everything i just read on the internet i think i'm going to start a watermelon diet
0: I'll be there with you, man. Damn. Watermelon is so good.
1: It's I watch. Tia's like can pound down the watermelon. He just loves that.
0: Just go easy on it. You don't yeah. want to risk getting water toxicity. Don't risk it. All right. Well, there is uh, shock therapy. We yeah. answered the very, very important questions today.
1: So thankful.
0: Yeah. We do this once a month with Pastor John Wesley Crockett. First so Tuesday. if you have questions, 816-787-1511 is the text line. You can text those anonymously. Anything theological, or I guess we learned today, doesn't have to be theological.
2: Yeah. You know, people just want to talk this about food. This show is entirely based on your question, so if it <laughs> sucks, that's on you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, is there anything else you wanted to add to
1: that?
0: <laughs> My name's Nathan.
2: I'm Rebecca. We out.
1: Oh, and in case I don't see you,